Hey, good uh, good morning, everyone. Almost say good afternoon. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. <clears throat> Welcome to another fantastic podcast episode of Daily Mind. It's me once again. I'm the only one that pretty much talks on here so I can get some guests. I mean, anybody, grandma, cousin, whatever, just come by. Whenever you come through, you're going to be a guest on my show by hostage. You are not going to have a choice but to be a guest. Anyway, no, I enjoy doing a solo, but It'd be nice to have a guest. How's everyone's uh, Saturday going? Uh, mine's was a little bit disappointing. I failed a test this morning, and I get to go back and do it again another week. But it's okay. I, you know, study more, get stronger. That whole nine yards. I wasn't disappointed. I'm, you know, it's funny. I wasn't as disappointed as I would normally be. That's how I know I took this to heart. You know, as far as the studying, the dedication, and everything else. I took it there, but you know, again, sometimes things happen. We don't always pass and get what we want. But anyway, I'm cool though. I'm good. I'm more than good. I'm fantastic. Okay, so today I'm gonna talk about breakups. Now, you may be thinking, like, it's close to Valentine's Day. Why is he talking about bad Valentine's Day gifts? breakups and just all the negative Nancy things and, you know, being single and because this stuff is reality, people get over it. So breakups, right? I thought of this this morning too. And I know I mentioned it yesterday and I was thinking about this one crazy breakup I had and I was, mind you, I was young and naive. And even then that's still like no excuse. Okay. So growing up, I haven't had many girlfriends and whatnot. I was very shy, very reserved. I was a nerd video games books. That was me. I met this one particular woman back in 2005. And we seemed to hit it off for a few months. I think we were together for like a year, almost a year. You know, things were happening. And I will never forget this. Now, me being young and dumb, I had to been about maybe 21, 22-ish. Yeah, somewhere around that range. This girl had the nerve to ask me one night, and I kid you not, she said, if I was to cheat on you, she asked me this. This is no shit. If I was to cheat on you, you know, would you take me back? Would you forgive me? <laughs> me being dumb and naive, if I knew what I knew today, right? So she asked me this, and I was like, well, I mean, it depends. I, I mean, basically, I said yes. So not even that long down the road. She calls me and tells me, yeah, I'm with somebody else. I've been seeing somebody else. And I'm just like, wow. Then had the audacity to get mad at me because at the time, me being stupid, we shared a phone together, basically a phone uh, contract, whatever, with Sprint at the time. And had the nerve when I cut the phone off or cut her line off. She gets in contact with me through my boost phone because at the time, you know, before uh, minutes, you know, before seven, you had your side boost phone where you can just kind of chirp people every 20, like you can chirp them for like 24 hours, whatever. So she got a hold of me through that. And somehow I was just pissed off. I cut the phone off. I'm like, we're not even together anymore. But that's a terrible way to break up. Like, I've never heard of anything like that. If somebody, look, I'm take this for heart, right? Like if somebody ever asks you that you're with, um, what would you do if I cheated on you? Yo, just leave. Because if that is the one thing, if that's on their mind, that's their intention. Period. So I, I thought of this this morning and I was like, okay, this is the perfect um, ballast for this episode. So, I mean, breakups, right? They're never easy. 
they could be easy if people were mature about it, right? I've heard it all. I mean, I've heard breakups over the phone, through email, a letter. I don't know personally anybody who has broken up over a letter, but you got to go back in time before cell phones and emails. You know, you have to write someone. And especially, um, ooh, those military Dear John letters for my military cats out there, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. In fact, I knew a dude. I knew, I still know him. We're still cool. But he was in uh, AIT basic training with me. And no shit, this guy was so gaga over this girl. That's all he talked about. He could not stop. He gets a letter. No, I'm sorry. No, wait, 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 hold on. He marries the girl, though, and what happened was he gets shipped overseas. She's back stateside. They're married, okay? Long story short, he finds out all the way from overseas, not going to mention country, that his wife was cheating on him. Just imagine. And then I know people in basic training that received Dear John letters and damn near wanted to kill themselves because here they are in basic training, their girlfriends, they're not even married, mind you, girlfriends. Because I've seen dudes scared, shook, they go to basic training and it's because they don't want to leave their girlfriends behind. Believe me, your girlfriend will be fine. It's whatever. Things happen, you move on. Besides, being single in the military is not the worst thing in the world. You have a lot more fun. So yeah, those those are very painful, right? And then, you know, there's nowadays people break up over social media. Nobody ever does the face to face. It's not like how you see on TV, right? Everybody's kind of like hiding behind a screen to break up with someone. I think that's like the worst way to break up with someone. Um, Absolutely the worst way. And another breakup of mine I've had, which wasn't terrible. And it was honestly my fault. Uh, This cute Dominican girl back in junior high school. I remember this girl actually followed me for 20 blocks with a letter in hand, and I completely ignored her. Terrible. But I, I've had the courage. I spoke to her face-to-face, and we started dating. But I was so caught up with my friends at the time, and I, I damn near ignored her. And then after like two, three weeks, she broke up with me, and she was super sweet, and I was super pissed. I was like, fuck, I'm dumb. But that was my fault, right? Breakups are not easy. But she didn't do it through a letter. Actually, no, she did do it through a letter. Yes, she did do it through a letter. But that's junior high school. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go onto the very worldwide web of Googles. I'm going to find you the worst breakups or the worst way to break up with someone. Because like I said, it's not easy and it's not hard. And I think the problem is is how people convey the words that they want to say in front of somebody. Some people can't deal with, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, confrontation. They can't deal with it. They can't look at somebody face to face. So it's easy for somebody to either cheat or just send a text and say, yeah, we're not good anymore. Or just completely ghost them, which is even worse, especially if you're ghosting someone that has committed so much time, money, and effort to try to make it work. Okay, so I'm going to get into it right now. I'm going to go find uh, worst relationship breakups. Let's see. Because I- I'm telling you, there's some doozies out there, man. Breaking up, you could get very creative with it, too. But why get creative when you can just simply just say, yo, in person, this shit is not working. We need to move on. Not sit there and send a fucking Carvel ice cream cake that says, yo, we're done. Or... 
like some other crazy weird shit. Um, <laughs> oh God, it's terrible. Okay, so um, I found something on BuzzFeed, right? Um, they have a list of 27 people on the worst way they were dumped. So I guess these are 27 testimonies, actual people who describe how they were dumped. I'm going to read through them to get a better idea and better understanding of what goes through people's mind when they are trying to break up with someone. You know, you go also based on personality because if you're with some psycho-ass chick, you ain't going to want to break up with her or a psycho dude. You know, psychos work both ways. And you don't know what they're going to do in person if you think they're a little bit off balance. Well, I mean, if you met you met them, they probably weren't crazy or off balance, but over time, whatever. You just got to be careful. Breakups can also be very dangerous too, mind you. People get hurt. In fact, people get killed. All right, so I'm going to get into this amazing uh, list of things. Hmm, let's see. <laughs> I'm going to start from the very number 27 and i'm gonna just keep going from there and i know there's hundreds and countless of breakups and i'm not gonna ever read them all but i'm gonna read you some all right all right here we go sit back and relax number 27 uh you know what let me see i got uh, wow number 27 it says and finally this is from uh jay stevens it says and finally here's a story for from a regretful dumper my ex-girlfriend could win this competition. I dumped her by MySpace message on Christmas Eve. That is terrible. No, it's not funny either, but MySpace on Christmas Eve. You can't get any low than that. Why couldn't you just wait until after Christmas? Or what? That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Number 26 testimony. Uh, by some woman named Megs, right? These are just kind of screen names, I guess, on here, but Megs, 52. She says, or, uh, yeah, she says, I got dumped the day after my birthday by a guy I was dating who had the same birthday as me, goddamn. There's no, what are the chances of that lightning striking? Like, think about it. You... Okay, it's already crazy enough to find someone or a soulmate with the same birthday as you, right? Now, imagine this. This person breaks up with you. You guys have the same birthday, and they not only break up with you, but they don't have the audacity. They have the audacity to do it behind a screen and not in your face. That's horrible. I wouldn't even celebrate my birthday anymore. That would be very traumatic. Very traumatic. You know, seek help. Uh, let's see. That, that's low, dude. That's low. <laughs> Uh, this person, Church, says, number 25, I met my ex through work, and we are practically living together. After he left to work elsewhere, someone we'd worked with then told him that I was cheating on him with someone else at work, which was absolute bullshit. But instead of giving me a chance to talk to him about it, he literally just ghosted me. He wouldn't pick up the phone or text me back, changed the locks, and even refused to give all my stuff to his housemates to give back to me. Told you that ghosting shit. You gonna ghost somebody? You better hope they don't find you. <laughs> Cause they they're gonna find you. If they're paying attention to the places you've been, who you hang out with, they will find you. And nowadays it is not hard to find someone. Maybe back in the 40s and shit, you can probably ghost somebody, right? But no, today there are many means, cameras, many different medias where you can find someone. It is not hard. I, I challenge you to Google your own name. I promise you'll find yourself. 
Uh, number 24. Some of these are kind of long, so I'll speed it up. Um, this person says, Witchy Ribbon 84 says, after almost four years, I kind of got a feeling that he wasn't into it anymore. Four years. It was just little things that fell off. After a few months, he went from saying I love you to never saying it, even if I said it first. The place we share got messier and messier. He would be out all night, just all around cold to me. And not to mention, sex went from three times a week to maybe once a month in that time. Red flag! Well, I had had enough and finally talked to him about it. He said he was hoping that I would dump him if he treated me poorly enough so he wouldn't have to do it. What a fucking coward. And absolutely, yes, that is a fucking coward's move out. So you're going to agitate your partner to where they're fed up and they break up with you instead of you just saying, yo, I'm just not feeling it. I'm going to break up with you. Damn, man. Talk about fucking, you know, poking the bull or some shit. A terrible analogy, but you get what I'm saying. Number 23 by Zinging Cutie 23. Coincidence. It says, uh, she said, my very first boyfriend broke up with me a week before my birthday and told me I was a bench warmer for better things to come. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. That's hard. I felt that. Imagine you, somebody you think is interested in you, call you a bench warmer for someone else. You're just like, okay. This is my side piece. You're just going to sit on the sidelines, you know, and then when it's time for you to come in for the play, I'll call you in. And in the meantime, I got my fucking star quarterback out there. Fucking I'm railing them out or some shit. That's wild. Number 22 by Honey Yerber. Honey Yerber? Oh, whatever. Honey Yerber 107 says, a guy I have been dating for a year told me he had fell out of love with me and couldn't see a future just after doing the deed. Wow, so he just hit it and quit it, huh? Just like that, bam. Uh, nut. And then that's it, done. Hey, I don't want to see you no more. I don't think it's going to work out. Cold-blooded. Number 21, a five-minute phone call. After buying a house together, after four... Wait, wait, hold on. Let me start over. This is from Darling Lilith 67 Says, uh, uh, quote, a five-minute phone call after buying a house together, after 14 years together. What? Why even... Let me tell you something. That's the worst is breaking up after so many years. You can't get back. Imagine that. Imagine you've been with someone. Hell, imagine you've been with someone for 10, 15 years, not even married, mind you. Okay, not even married. And they break up with you. In all that time, you could have discovered yourself, done some really cool things, maybe even have gotten married to somebody better. But no, you wasted all that time and in investing to one person and not even married. And then they just do some shit like that. That's nuts. Number 19. This one says, uh, in college, I was spending time with this guy who ghosted me during the spring semester. At the end of the summer, he emailed me this grand apology, and we started dating soon after. Three months later, he broke up with me on AIM. It was 20, it was 2002. Damn, on AIM? Wow, that's, that's cold-blooded. Even I got to say that. All right, I got 15 minutes, and I got 18 more to go. Number 18 by Tessa Glenn. She says, I got up the courage to tell my now ex-boyfriend that I loved him, and he came back with, I don't love you, and I don't know if I ever will. Then he told all of his friends I broke his heart. Obviously, I was blindsided, or what I have never told him in the first place. It was a lovely way to spend Christmas. If you're going to break up with someone, don't do it on a holiday. Shit. That, that, that's low. Damn. Don't even break up with someone on Young Kipper, even if you're not Jewish. Just don't do it. Number seven, I mean, number 17 by 
at B720 says, he just basically ghosted me. Didn't reply to my text, never once called me back. Then I got a call from his wife who I had no idea even existed. <laughs> I'm telling you, there are people out there that live double lives. You will never know though, but you will find out because what's in the dark will soon come to light. I promise you, that is terrible. Number 16, oh, this is long. We were both abroad in different places for the term. He came to visit me at the end of our program and we were super excited because we had planned it out to be very romantic. He dumped me there in our hotel room because apparently after six years together, we were high school sweethearts and this was our junior year of college. He didn't think I was right for him and didn't love me. This was like two days before Christmas and he was supposed to be meeting my family after the vacation. What is with dumping people on Christmas, man? That... Damn, man, y'all got to pick better days. Listen, you have to pick better days. Pick better times, man. Pick better times. Christmas? Is this like some sort of running theme of people breaking up on Christmas? Can you imagine being imagine being in Times Square with your loved one, and they break up with you as soon as it hit 12 o'clock and the ball drop? Believe me, if, she, if you break up with her, she's going to make your balls drop right when she kicked the shit out of them at 12 o'clock. All right, next one. It says number 15. My ex and I have been dating about six months. Things were great. I thought he came over one night. We had sex. And right after he finished, he broke up with me. No explanation. Just said he thought we were, weren't a good fit. As if he didn't know that before sex. So he was just waiting to hit it one more time and be like, yeah, we're not working out. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Number 14. My ex and I have been together for almost two years. When he brought up the idea of marriage, he said it was about time for us and even got a second job to save him up for a ring and had this big plan to propose to me on my upcoming 30th birthday. A few days before my birthday, he said he wasn't ready and basically listed all of my faults to why not, and when I got upset, he decided to ram a hole in my wall with his head. Wow, if you're going to be ramming heads into walls, let it be the little head into you-know-where. Don't be... That shit hurt, man. He must have been really angry. That's... <laughs> So much for using your head. Number 13, dating two and a half years. Uh, this is from Anagents, whatever. I'm not even going to read names. Them. I'm just going to go into it. Uh, dating two and a half years with some talk of the next steps. Spent the day at the company picnic meeting of uh, meeting all of his coworkers and being introduced as his girlfriend. Cool, right? Then went out to dinner and a movie with friends where he acted completely normal, if not a bit more affectionate than usual. That night, laying in bed, he springs it on me. I've been thinking that this isn't going to work anymore and that he's been thinking about it for a few months, but at least he mustered the time to do it. Right. You know, it's kind of hard. It's like, damn, I don't want to break up, but I got, I don't know. And you know, what's the right time? How do I say it? At least this one, I, I'll be like, you know what? He tried the other ones just act the fool. Number 12, <clears throat> this one says he was acting odd for a week or two before we headed halfway across the country to see my family. Oh, boy. I thought he was depressed about a childhood friend of his dying. He was a dick the entire trip. Then he broke up with me the day after we got back. He just said, fuck it. Let me just go see her family real quick. Say hello, look nice, and then just boom. Skedaddle. Damn. Number 11. A full-grown adult man once dumped me because he didn't like the way I raised my dog. My current boyfriend loves me and my dog. She's even more spoiled now. Well, I guess that last guy must be fucking John Wick because you know how he felt about his dog. So, yeah, I mean, there are some people that's just like, 
Come on, would you want to be with somebody that fucking treats their dog a certain way? Maybe not. But then again, we don't really know how this woman actually treated the dog. But nonetheless, that's what happens when you date John Wick. Okay, we got 10 more. This one, after seven years, he ghosted me. His disappearance left me confused and broken. Some months later, I received a Facebook message from his mother breaking up with me on my ex, her son's behalf. Wow. So use mom to break up. Like, hey, don't see my son no more. Bye, bitch. Mm -mm -mm. Number nine. This one. We got back together around the time my mom died after being apart for about a year. One day I had to cancel a date to be with my dad. The next day he broke up with me through a text. Wow. There you go. With those text messages, man. Like, damn, grow some. Go face to face. Be a man. Number eight. I got ghosted after seven months. When I finally got a hold of him, he told me that he never loved me. He just wanted to see how long he could string me along. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> see, that, so string me along. It's not a fucking yo-yo. God, even yo-yo's getting to knots. It looks like the knot just got in this yo-yo. God. Number seven. We were high school sweethearts and had been dating for four years. I was in school in Chicago, and he was back home in Texas. He texted me while I was in class and said, call him. It was an emergency. He dumped me over the phone literally two hours after calling and telling me how much he loved me and how he couldn't wait to see me soon. Worst part is that I was leaving straight from class to go to the airport to fly home to see him for Valentine's Day weekend, and I couldn't refund the ticket. Goddamn. You know where you go for the, to fix that problem? People's court. Number six. The first time I was ever broken up with, and the only, might I add, this guy straight up messaged me on Snapchat in the middle of the night when I was out with friends saying it just wasn't working. The next day I saw him out and about with my best friend at the time. They've been together for like two years. Wow. And on Snapchat too. Listen, if you're married, stay the fuck off Snapchat. Snapchat is dangerous. Snapchat will get you in trouble. And Snapchat may even get your wee-wee cut off. Number five. We're making it. We're almost there. My first real boyfriend had his friends call and break up with me. Then he refused to get on the phone and talk to me. Wow. Damn, you gonna use your friends as a pawn or as like, hey, don't, hey, he doesn't want to talk to you. you know, uh, that's some pussy ass shit. Yes, it really is. Number four, they broke up with me by text the day before our anniversary. A massive dickhead move. Come on, bro. How do you end up doing that? Over the day before the anniversary? You could have planned that out better, man, because it just sounds like to me they held on too long and the problems already persisted. She probably didn't see the red flags, but nonetheless, like, dude, that that's that's low. Number three, and I got seven minutes. Cool. Making it. Number three, this guy I dated my senior year of high school decided to break up with me after we had put a deposit down on a limo for prom. Here we go. We had planned to go together, but he openly admitted this other girl he had a crush on since third grade said she would have sex with him if he went to the prom with her instead. So he broke up with me and refused to refund me for my portion of the limo. Mm. Oh, damn it, Jake. <laughs> Number two, I had a guy I was only dating for a little while. Tell me he had a term he had terminal cancer and couldn't see me anymore because he didn't have much time left. Wow. It said, and then also to add to that, it says, I didn't really believe him, but he did seem to vanish off the face of the world, which did make me wonder. That was until a few years later. I bumped into him. 
while on a date with my now husband. What a twist of fate. So this dude, fake cancer, disappeared only for that woman to find him just moseying around with her new, and, you know, she's already married, and this dude is just, like, still alive. You don't even have to go to that length to, to break up with someone. Faking an illness, that shit is, you're going to hell for that. That's going to come back to you in, in a crazy way. Not the way you want. And number one, okay, and then I might even have time for some honorable mentions. Number one, <clears throat> my fiance and I lived together and had our location shared with each other on our iPhones. I was at work one day when I went on my lunch. I noticed he had stopped sharing his location with me. I kept calling him, calling for him to finally tell me a few hours later he couldn't do this anymore and didn't know how to leave. So he just packed his shit and left while I was at work. Okay, look, that whole sharing locations with each other, you, you need to be careful with that because you just need to be careful with that. I mean, if you're cool, if you're in a relationship and you guys are cool with the whole sharing of locations just to see if, you know, you guys are okay, which is smart, right? But just know you go to an, you go somewhere like fucking Jenna's adult store or the fucking strip club in this local area over here um you're gonna have to ask some questions or if you're just one of those guys that don't always check in just don't check in certain places i'm not condoning it i'm not endorsing it but i'm just saying like certain locations you might not want to check into listen if you're gonna break up with somebody do it face to face yes there's a chance they might spaz out they may just agree with you or that anything can happen but doing it any other means is not only physically damaging, it's emotionally and mentally damaging because people take breakups differently. Not everybody is wired the same. Some people are strong-willed, some are ill-willed, some are weak-willed. So you really have to be mindful how you talk to people and how you break up with them. Like I said, you commit it into the relationship, you got to commit to the breakup as well. Like, be mature about it. Don't be stupid about it. It could even potentially save your life because these some breakups, I said, do end in violence. And, and I'm telling you, I haven't heard, I haven't seen a situation like that, but I've heard some things. Um, I've heard some things. And then I'm going to read this little thing here from the people have asked. It says, um, who hurts the most after a breakup, right? Is it men? Do men hurt more than women? There's always this misconception. We see it in movies and TV, like women crying and eating tubs of ice cream and, you know, looking real crazy. And guys are just kind of like, I don't know, reflecting on the beach or some shit or just going to hang out with the bros. It says here, who hurts the most after a breakup? Is it men or is it women? Let's see. It says, despite the age-old stereotype that men are less emotionally invested in relationships than women, a new study has found that men are, in fact, more likely to experience more emotional pain than women following a breakup. I know nowadays it may not seem like it, but yes, it is the absolute truth. Let me see. I'm trying to think back at an emotionally, an emotional breakup. I don't think I've had one. It affected me a certain way. Yeah, but I don't think I've had an emotional breakup where I'm just like down in the dumps. I'm crying and stuff like, no, I, I don't think I've ever experienced it. Um, let's see. What is the hardest breakup? It says here, the first love breakup is one of the toughest to overcome. Some say you never get over it. Uh, this breakup teaches us that the world is a bigger place than we thought. Yes. If you are experiencing your first breakup, it is not the end of the world. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And then you're going to realize that there's so many other women or men and opportunities out there you could just go right into. But I will say this. Your first love is always going to hurt the most. 
right? It's always going to hurt the most. Now, my wife, um, on the contrary, we've been married for over 10 years, but she's not my first love. We all, we all have a first love. Like, I love my wife to death, but she's not my first love. I know who my first love is, and I'm not going to mention who she is. I mean, we're just friends. We don't. We just don't really like. We chat and stuff like that. We're cool, right? But she's out there somewhere. That was my first love. She moved on, life, and my life, right? Her life moved on, and then my life. I moved on. So it's it's whatever, right? But me and her didn't officially even go out. But I had a big crush on her, and things didn't quite work out. So it almost felt like it was a breakup in a sense, but not one that scars me for life. But I can't really say I've had one. But anyway, like I said, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner or, you know, it's just don't if you're breaking up with someone on the verge of just do not pick Valentine's Day. In fact, don't do it on any holiday, not the 4th of July, not Yum Kipper, not Halloween, definitely not Halloween, not fucking St. Patty's Day. Don't do it on New Year's Eve. Don't do it on Grandparents Day. Don't do it on Cousins Day. Don't do it on Ancestral Cousins Day. Don't do it on any day whatsoever. Of those holidays, and the ancestral one is not really a holiday, but I'm pretty sure somewhere in the South it is. But no, on any holiday, just don't. Every day, 365 days a year, somebody's breaking up. Just be mindful. Be mature. Be face-to-face. All right, hey, look, that is the end of this podcast. I had fun with this one. Tomorrow will be another one. I'm going to find a topic, whatever comes to mind today. Today, I'm just kind of chilling. Casino later, going to lose some money, might win some money. Who knows? Might make an episode about it. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Mind Podcast. Keep listening. Spread the word. Tell your friends. And we'll do this again tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. Peace out.